0: Uh. welcome to soul shine your guide on how to be fucking awesome hosted by emily olivera and emily kosovsky
1: This episode of Soulshine is brought to you by Gary in his 2012 Dodge Charger sitting outside the hair salon blasting not even cool music. Thank you Gary. Big shout out on Soulshine. <laughs> hope you listen to it episode 1 Autopilot.
0: Though I bet his self-talk is admirable. He probably thinks
1: Oh, I hope they're coming. The shit. Ooh. Ooh, they're coming for Gary oh, too fast. Ah. Uh... Alright, All right, we, oh, we are based in Boston, Massachusetts, we are a live city with live things <laughs> always happening. We're alive! We're live, don't mind the background music, there's a man playing not cool music outside of the hair salon. But today, Emily... Today we're talking about
0: not judging ourselves, so yes. we're gonna do a little, we're gonna dabble in judging others.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I'm judging Gary. <laughs> His name's not Gary, but he looks like a fucking Gary. No offense, (laughs) any Garys. (laughs) No offense. We like the cool ones. Yeah, I like cool Garys. Not this guy, it is 2012 Dodge (laughs) Chaja. Chaja. It's Chaja. He's probably listening to Chingy in there. Do you remember Chingy? Uh, No. No? What did he sing? Uh, (laughs) Hotel? Not hotel. Chingy. I can't even think of any songs. It doesn't matter. He's really not cool. Anyway, sorry, Chingy. Self-talk. Emily. Yes, Emily. Are you nice to yourself? I sure try to be. Yeah? It's a process. What do you actually do to, like, mindfully, like, be nice to
0: yourself? Well, I definitely have to have an intentional moment whenever I catch myself being not so nice. I had some examples actually from this past weekend because I was in Florida. Ooh. New Smyrna what? Beach. Area. What? I think I'm pronouncing it correctly. Cool. Uh, for a bachelor. No. Never heard of that. Part Party for my dear friend Emily.
1: Congratulations, Emily. Yay, she's from Emily phone. and Emily. Congratulations, Emily.
0: <laughs> <laughs> slut Emily's. Um, I thought you said slut Emily's. So like, <laughs>
1: well,
0: no. She's not <laughs> that um, slutty. Uh, <laughs> So I was just... So I'm pregnant. Yay, babies! So wonderful. And I just had these moments of comparing myself to these other ladies who were so lovely. And there was absolutely nothing they were doing to instigate these thoughts. There was just no cattiness or self-judgment on their part or comparing on their part. It was all from within me. Uh, We had this day planned on a platoon boat.
1: Mm Mm-hmm and <laughs> this fucking music yeah I like we, pontoons those are oh, fun oh they're so fun yeah they're super fun makes me think of my
0: grandparents they had a uh, a party boat you're just kind of chugging along the canal do you call
1: them party boats yeah another client said that recently they're like oh we went out on, on like the party boat I'm picturing a fucking yacht and they're like oh but we were going really slow you know my grandfather was driving <laughs> I was like like a pontoon she's like yeah a party boat I was like what <laughs> never heard that so you're on your party boat. yeah?
0: you And we're all in our bathing suits. And I was just having this, these repetitive thoughts of feeling crappy. Like, oh, I'm so, I'm so big. Or just feeling kind of disconnected with my body and not appreciative of it and not okay with it. And then on top of that, which I always talk about in therapy with clients, that we have this we can have this initial reaction and in thought And then we immediately have this secondary layer to it So I was mm-hmm. having that kind of thought And then immediately feeling guilty mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong with me? Why would I mm-hmm. Why would I go down that negative path? So unnecessary
1: Do you ever So have, mean to myself Do you ever have these thoughts? So it's like the second layer of thought I'll have this like negative thought Or negative thing Or bad thought about myself And then I'm like, holy fuck Don't want to think that because I'm going to manifest it I feel like when you actually start manifesting things in your life, as soon as I'm, like, being mean to myself, I'm like, oh, no, 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 this is just going to get bigger. I have to stop now. Like, I can't think about this anymore because it just manifests... Completely. ...more fucking negative shit. adding fertilizer
0: to those seeds. You're making me think of that wonderful image of the pot and flowers of only
1: grow thoughts in your... Mind that you would want to blossom or something like that. Yes, like I actually like scare myself, and I'm like, if I think about that too much, if I think about, oh my god, look how big my ass is. Oh my god, look at that cellulite. Oh my god, look at that. Oh my god, oh my god. The more I do it, the more I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna, it's gonna get worse. Don't think about it. Think about puppies. Think about puppies. Puppies. (laughs) Manifest puppies. (laughs) But it's, (laughs) but it's like we have one takeaway
0: today. It's (laughs) manifest manifest
1: puppies. puppies. Hell yes. <laughs> but it's like, I'm scared that the more I think about my thoughts, because you are your thoughts. You're like, you are your thoughts. And the more you think about those thoughts, the more you manifest these things into your life. And Emily, how many thoughts a day do we have? Well, there are estimates between 40 to
0: 70,000. Some places I found are even 80,000. That's so wild, um, which is so many. Uh, and that, let's, let's assume it's on the low end just mm-hmm. because we, we don't actually know. So, like 50,000, that's 2,100
1: per hour. And how many people think they are their thoughts? So many. So many. Too many. So many. Like, you're not your thoughts. To me, your thoughts are what's happening in your external world. This is what I was uh, just they're, talking they're about. influenced by yeah. the external world. This yeah, is what I, I was talking about. The music, the TV, the advertisement. Like It's all just on repeat. It's in your face. Right. It's this. And then added to that all
0: the subtle messages we get from infancy, yep. from immediate people and family around us in larger society. Mm-hmm. It's all combined into this massive
1: influencer. And it's like we believe that we're thoughts and thoughts aren't like Tangible. I don't know. They're not like real, but like. Well, that's yeah. You know, our our
0: brain is so damn cool, and what it can accomplish. <laughs> so damn cool. fucking
1: <laughs> brains are wild, man. They really
0: are impressive <laughs> organs. I'm gonna stand by that. Um, but I think for situations like that, we can fall into this trap of giving too much credit to. Uh, the way in which it pumps out Mm -hmm. thoughts and contributes to the way that we feel Mm -hmm. feelings because Mm -hmm. it's more random and chaotic and whatever than we tend to believe. Mm -hmm. And that's where I get into should statements, Mm. which I think is partly what you're getting at as well. I fucking hate
1: should. I should blah blah blah. Well, you didn't, so it's over. Or you're not, so it's over. Or do it, and now it's over. Right. It's so (laughs) self-deprecating. Maybe I am very black.
0: This is what I said before we recorded. You're like I.
1: (laughs) I, I'm thinking maybe you might see it very black. I don't want to be presumptuous, but (laughs) if I know you at all. Yeah. No, uh... it's so true though. But it's like oh, I should. Well, then do it. Yeah. But if you don't really want to, because it's not important in your life and it's not part of your values and all that so don't but you need to now move
0: on from... right again just have that moment of evaluating where is the should statement coming from mm-hmm. is it from competition within my family or from advertisements whatever it could be so many things mm-hmm. but typically it's not coming from our authentic self i no. can't tell you that much
1: no because if it was your authentic self there's no i should you just do what feels right for you Mm -hmm. and you never have these stops of I should do this or I should have done that you just kind of wholeheartedly stand behind what you did because you're like this serves me and I need to take care of me yes yeah and I find with clients it's that thought
0: oh I shouldn't I know I shouldn't feel that way or um, I shouldn't be thinking that. That's what gets us even more entangled with the negative thinking. Mm-hmm. And it, it prevents us from having that moment of stepping back, like you're saying, and and just evaluating, like, hold up, what is this is this coming from authentic me or is this
1: is this is how this I want coming to be from thinking? Is pregnant it Emily that's <laughs> bloated in humidity right now, next to a bunch yeah. of people. Pretending like they're having this great time getting hammered. Not to say your friends aren't having a great time. I'm not yeah. naturally referring to your group of people. But it's like, you're like, is it me or is it my environment that's right. making me say these things? Right. And I think that we forget that. I think we talked about this in the assessment mm-hmm. episode. It's like, assess your environment. Is your environment making you feel down? Is it making you feel bad about yourself? Is it making you feel angry? Is it making you feel angry towards someone else? Because it's not even sometimes just a reflection of self-talk, what we're saying to ourselves. It's also the dialect that you use. What are you saying about other people? If you're in a room and you hate the room and you're always talking shit about someone else, you might not be saying anything bad to you, but you're still bringing your energy down by having these negative thoughts and feelings about something else you're still having that that conversation in your head what the fuck am I doing why the fuck am I here fuck that guy fuck that guy outside with his stupid music blah blah so it's sometimes not even on us it's still just the the conversation we use what kind of feedback loop
0: are we creating yeah between our environment and our internal environment yeah I think that's what you're so good at doing Uh, and I mean obviously correct me if I'm wrong but if, if you do catch yourself being negative, you are very good at coming back to within. Because mm-hmm.
1: it doesn't feel Which good. Is, yeah. When you most, start totally to, like, you know, when you start to pay attention to, like, how you feel, you know, you know, your energy and all these things, it's like I jotted down, like, you know, do we ever take time to thank our bodies and our mind? You know, we both kind of dabble with some meditation, some yoga. And once you start yeah. getting a little taste of what feels good when those negative thoughts come in your head or you start to feel you know down about yourself when you practice these things of gratitude and all I know people fucking hate to hear that but you don't get so hurt or angry
0: or upset or let down or completely I couldn't agree more I think it was Brene Brown that said in one of her books um, that gratitude is the the gateway drug to awesomeness because you can't might have been You can't you be can't angry.
1: Remember. You can't be sad. You can't simultaneous to You can't be jealous or envious or any of those fucking things when you're like, wow, I'm really grateful. My mm-hmm. thing is ten fingers, ten toes. I'm sure I've said this to you before. Ooh, ten fingers, yeah. ten toes. I'm like, wow, how fucking lucky am I? I have all ten, all all the joint knuckles on there, ten toes. My toes and line up, they're all nice and even. On them. I got some tattoos on them. And I'm like, 10 fingers, 10 toes. What the fuck else do I need right now? And I, that's even an example to me of coming back
0: to your body and your environment within. Yeah. I wanted to talk today about the misconceptions around positive thinking.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of times
0: when I bring that up in sessions or even in my own life, I think it's misunderstood as overly positive thinking. And I find myself constantly saying to clients, like, I'm not asking you or I'm not suggesting to get to all rainbows and butterflies thinking. It's not about being over the top of, okay, so I caught myself having a bad thought about the way my body looks, and then I'm going to try to flip it and say to myself, I have the most beautiful body in the world, and I love everything about my body. You know, that's, that's probably too far. That's probably not going to resonate for I f- most.
1: I feel like people probably get a little angry or sour and kind of take it in like a mocking way. Yes. Because when I tell people, Well, you know, I think authentic. of something better and they're like, Oh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna fly this airplane. I was like, You're just being a dick and you're only hurting yourself. <laughs> I'm like, No, but you know, you can just do little little baby steps of thinking nicer thoughts. But, like, people, yeah, they almost take it too extreme just to, like, right. kind it's, of mock you a little bit. Yes, and then yeah, like or yourself. Just,
0: yeah, so what's yeah, what's like in, in the middle yourself, then? Bro. And it's this idea of, like, you were talking of um, being more compassionate towards yourself and also just gentler and kinder. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? And I think that's really a foreign concept for a lot of people. I know it was for me at one point of... What does it really look like to mm-hmm. practice that mm-hmm. internally in your thoughts? So I found a um, an NPR article that I send to a bunch of clients that I, I like. It, I mean, it, it actually, more towards the end, I think gets to the point that I think is helpful. Um, but it opens, it's from 2014, and it's why saying is believing, the science of self-talk is what the article is called. And it opens up with this leading researcher on body image. He works for the Center of, uh, for Weight and Eating Disorders at University of Pennsylvania, David Sor- Sauer, because it's not S-A-Y, it's S-A-R-W-E-R. You you can decide how to pronounce that. Um, David S. Yes. (laughs) Our friend. David S. of NPR. (laughs) Um, And this isn't really surprising, but when you break it down, he discovered that it's not enough to simply learn how to uh, gain or lose weight in a healthy way. You have to get at that mind-body connection. And Mm -hmm. one of the ways he does that, and I tell this to clients and sometimes try to do it myself, one of the first exercises he does is the mirror exercise with, with patients. Oof. And brings them in front of a mirror. Oof,
1: that's so high. Right? That's so it high. It is, it is. and stare at yourself in a mirror? Well well I'm just thinking He's of like that Just like silently stare at yourself for 10 minutes I'm no 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 gonna no, lie, no, creepy I've like stared at myself like in my oh, eyes gosh. sometimes and I'm like oh. I'm I'm me I'm yeah. a person oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you're so like then ah sweet like, I want to
0: dissociate <laughs> um. but anyway but he does he, something different yeah slightly different <laughs> he does more of a coaching thing and I, what, I think it just accentuates what I was just speaking to of this. You don't have to go all the way to rainbows and butterflies. It's just about catching yourself and getting to more neutral, mm-hmm. kinder language. So instead of like, I, I hate my gut. It's so ugly and awful. Just to huh? even going to like my, my abdomen... Is round, and and it's not what I want
1: it to be. But it holds me up, and it supports my spine. My spine! My spine. Um, Um, I'm going to pause you there. Okay, yes. How come I feel like a lot of self-talk, a lot of self-talk, is always body image? I feel like as a society... And it's not even just women, because I have a lot of guy clients that open up to me on like, you know, a level that they're not with their homies. But a lot of, I feel like, people's root of badness comes from the self-talk when it comes to body image. I think we are fucked as a society with body image, body image,
0: then work, then family. I'd be interested in global comparisons on that. I mean, I know there are other cultures that are probably on our unhealthy wavelength of being overly focused on that, but I I couldn't agree more that... But
1: I feel like so it's many... It's overly
0: valued and focused on.
1: Right? I think it's... Oh, I like that. Overly valued. I think in other countries, they don't... They just tend to be either healthier or just maybe focused on different things. But I feel like in America... Body image is the biggest self-doubt. And that just stems from everything. I feel so fat in this outfit. How am I going to go into this meeting? I'm never going to make partner. I'm never going to do this. And it, like, trickles into work. How am I going to go to the gym? I look fat. How am I supposed to go to my high school reunion? How am I supposed to meet friends? How am I supposed to go to these weddings? How am I supposed to go to the beach? How am I supposed to go to the Christmas party? (laughs) Like, so many fucking things root from people's self-talk about their... Image.
0: I think maybe because it's more tangible and external. I think it's also it falls under the umbrella of avoiding our internal world.
1: Yes. Sadly,
0: I'm not saying that's okay, but I think that's.
1: But it's like, what are we avoiding? It's like it's just flesh that sits on bones. Like you're so much more than flesh on bones. But we worry about the biggest. I feel like that
0: could be a good mantra. But I feel like we're focused
1: more than flesh than flesh and bones. I feel like we're so hyper focused on this thing which is flesh and bones which isn't even real like it's not even really who we are you know who you are is your your soul is your mindset is your energy who you are is what you put out into the world who you are is what you do for people it's not what fucking color your skin is or how much sagging skin you have or how many six packs and or rolls this comes
0: back to in other episodes I know we've mentioned this idea of we're not suggesting, and we don't have this ideal expectation that you enter these kind of what we think are healthier frame of minds, frames of mind, that yeah, so <laughs> I don't know, um, <laughs> where, like the bad where thoughts. We, we permanently enter a state of, of being in that, being more in our internal world and connected to what we are on the inside. But if, if you can do that even a little bit every day, or even just a few times a week just kind of coming back to what's really important and what who who we feel we are separate to our external presentation mm. i did want to just mention because i loved have you ever watched i i know i've recommended it to you um queer eye Mm-hmm. On Netflix.
1: I've never
0: watched it. Okay, it's so meaningful and wonderful and hilarious, and yeah. I could not recommend it more highly. But um, <laughs> let me <laughs> just let me tell you about it. Um, so, with this mirror exercise in season three, episode four, Karamo, who is the culture expert, mm-hmm. I believe is what they call him, um, he, there's this sweet sweet man who is so self-deprecating and he yes an element of it uh, is his body but he also feels like a failure in other realms of his life Mm -hmm. and Karamo has him it's just the two of them in this room with a giant mirror and he has him write down all the wonderful things that he is Mm -hmm. on this mirror and he and he just has this moment of realizing how much he's hurting, not only himself but also his daughters and his wife. And it affects. By being, people around yeah, you. by being in this state of
1: negative thinking mm-hmm. and not being kind to himself. Uh, well, Tell cool. us? when did we stop becoming our own cheerleaders? When did we stop like rooting for ourselves or telling ourselves, "Wow, we did a great job. Wow, let's keep going. Let's keep." being great know. let's keep trying like we just go. it might
0: be just part of I, I don't like, know I I'm not sure I'm I feel like sure I don't know we're almost like not then. allowed to tell us about
1: your story about Christine because oh. that was so good I loved it oh Christine I hope you listen to this episode Christine because I think about you all the time Yay. Yay. Um, we had gone to a hair show in New York so we're leaving New York we're sitting in like I don't know six hours of traffic just like in the city And, you know, she's going on, and, you know, most of us, we go to our friends, and we're honest, and it's like, oh, I feel this way, I feel that way, I can't believe I keep doing this, oh, I feel like this. And, you know, she's kind of going on this whole spew of just talking shit about herself, just doing her thing, letting it, getting it off her chest, and I finally turned around, and I was like, yo, shut the fuck up. She's like, what? I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, if you're going to sit here and continue to talk shit about my fucking friend, I don't want to listen anymore. Because if you're sitting in a room and someone's bashing your best friend, you're going to eventually turn around to them and say, hey, cut the fucking shit. I don't want to hear it. Like, who are you to say all these fucking negative things? And I turned to her and I was like, I don't want to listen to you talk shit about my friend Christina anymore. And she was so taken back. And she's like, holy shit. I'm sure she didn't swear. She's like... (laughs) She doesn't swear much unless I make her. <laughs> I swear enough for the both yeah, of you. I, I make her, like, swear sometimes before she leaves. I'm, I'm like, just know. scream fuck. Just scream it. She's like, I don't want to do it. I was like, <laughs> you feel better. But, like, she had this moment where she stepped back and she's like, wow, well, I've never looked at it like that. Like, I've never looked at it as me talking shit about someone that's, like, important to you in your life. And I'm like, yeah, like, you talking shit about yourself doesn't just affect you. It affects other people around you, like this guy in the room. Like you're mm-hmm. affecting your family, you're affecting your kids, you're affecting your work, you're affecting what you put out in the world. Right. All because you just feel a little bad. hmm Like come on. Yeah, I think come on. I love
0: that story because it it's just so true. And yeah. it's so obvious from the outside when you're being too harsh on yourself. But it I is hard to, to I, see it when it's you.
1: It's like when you're feeling bad too, it's like there's a reason. You have friends. Friends make you feel good. Friends support you. Like, I'm hoping by this time in your life you have a couple of solid friends. I'm not talking about your social groups or the people you drink with after work. Most people have at least one solid person, whether it's your mom, your brother, the secretary at work. I feel like also sometimes it's like if you're feeling bad, we're almost ashamed of it where call that person up and be like my I just need to talk to someone. I've been having just all these these bad thoughts and I just keep putting myself down and I just don't feel right like doing it and I'm upset that I'm doing it. Sometimes turn to someone else and have them be like, "Hey, no, you're 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 a good person. Sometimes we have ups, sometimes we have downs." I feel like we don't even want to admit that we talk shit about ourselves. That's why I wrote down like, "What do you say about yourself when no one's around?" Because, you know, you went to Florida and you put on your bathing suit, your dress, and you're like, oh, I feel great, and oh, the baby's coming, and I feel so good, (laughs) and I'm finally not throwing up. But it's like (laughs) when everyone leaves and you all sitting in your room after dinner, what are you really saying to yourself when no one's around? Right. Because we even, like, lie to the people around us. It's so true. Like, we lie. Like, oh, I feel great. Oh, this is so great. Oh, my God, I Mm -hmm. love this. And you don't. But it's like, I don't know, in private People admit a lot of things to themselves. That's why I also love that exercise
0: you brought up of throwing on some music with no lyrics. Oh, yeah.
1: See how many thoughts come to your head. Instrumental, if you will. I love instrumental. And see what happens. I feel like when I listen to music with words, which I do all the fucking time, you're influenced by it. Like, I'll be listening to some rap and they're like, yeah, this sexy, big booty bitch with these big fucking titties and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and look at the way she twerks and she gets so low to the ground. And I'm like, oh my God, my, <laughs> my back would give out if I went that low to the ground. Oh my God, I have no yeah. boobs. Like, I can never be that person. She gets so low to she the ground. She gets so low to the ground. But like shit like that, yeah, you listen it, to these words. Or you listen to these songs about, ah, uh, you know, I love this woman so much. I do everything for her. She's my princess angel. La, 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 la. And you're like nobody does that for me mm-hmm. i don't have someone calling me their princess angel like john mayer he wants to stay in bed and have banana pancakes nobody's making me fucking john banana Johnson. pancakes oh well, who did i say john, john mayer, mayer. John okay either
0: way. they equally they have their lyrics have they equally effect.
1: make you want to like be in love and roll around the sheets with someone attractive yes yes i like both Correct. of them. mostly yeah. john mayer because he's sexy as fuck what's up johnny <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, even <laughs> on the other end, not the dip and load of the ground, but you're like, why don't I have that? Why don't I mm-hmm. have someone like this? So I and tend-
0: even if it's not fully conscious, if it's not fully formed thoughts, I think we still can just enter the essence of those kind of thoughts. Yeah,
1: and then it just leads you down some other paths. So sometimes I no like to way, just, no. I like to just be with my thoughts, which is so hard for people. It's so hard for people to just be with themselves. Like, just to be with themselves and their fucking thoughts, their 800 million thousand thoughts a day. It's hot.
0: <laughs> how do we help yeah. people just be with themselves? Well, I was just going to say, you're bringing up a great, just a great exercise of, uh, to get closer to our authentic internal world. So just stopping,
1: listening. But like, how do you really do that? Because I think, like, I do it, but how the fuck did I get to where I am that I actually Well, I do like it? to
0: think that in other episodes, the, the, the culmination of other recommendations that we've had between uh, meditating and really doing the exercise of sitting and naming your values and principles and being more in tune with what kind of choices you're making, it's, it's not, I'm not sure that there's a one, two, three answer so much as a shift in what we're practicing um, and again, not not permanently or even daily, but just mm-hmm. frequently, whatever that means to
1: you and your lifestyle. I feel like people need like a trigger. Do you ever listen to like Do you ever listen to Tony Robbins or anything? He is so badass. It's funny. Some people really don't like him, like Josh. He's like, I don't like him. I mean, I could see that he could be a bit polarizing. But but he has this whole thing when you're thinking about something or if you're feeling some way, he like Wah! like does some. Weird fucking shit to throw you off. I hope it just threw everybody off. But it's supposed to, like, snap your brain out of the thought process that it's in. Now, every time you, like, hear this kind of noise or you hear this trigger, it kind of, like, breaks your concentration and brings you back to present. That's why I love recommending, and I hope we brought
0: this up in the first season uh, anxiety episode, but the one of the premises of ACT, acceptance and commitment therapy, uh, is to learn how to take your anxious thoughts less seriously. Because anxiety is so good at being convincing. I think that's its number one job. Um, But to somehow personify the anxious thought. So even even over this weekend, I, I don't know how this is what came to mind, but I was basically, again, not even having the fully formed conscious thought, but somehow having the essence of the thought. That I would be less attractive to my husband Mm. because my body is changing so much. And what I did was imagine Shrek. Yes, the, the actual animated character. Okay, all right.
1: Saying,
0: I'm saying your husband's not going to find you as attractive, and I was like, "Oh, Shrek, you don't know what you're talking about." Where the about. fuck did Shrek I know, come into this? I have, no, this. Idea. I have no idea. That's amazing. It doesn't matter. The that's, point is that I ended up immediately defusing from taking the thought so seriously. <laughs> yeah, Su. I right. was like, go back to Princess Fiona.
1: <laughs> I like the um, not taking things so serious. Um, I don't know if it was like a TED Talk or something on relationships or something on relationships, nevertheless. They said, "Who is another couple in your life that you admire or you look up to?" And I asked Josh, and he named his, like, one friend. Because he's like, well, he's, like, the only one I know, like, in a real relationship. I was like, okay, well, mine <laughs> is one of my clients. Her name is Ellie. She used to own the Cuckoo Cafe. Oh,
0: love that place. Yes,
1: it's now something else. But mm. R.I.P. Cuckoo Cafe, we love you. Um, I was telling her the story. I go, Ellie, you are actually who I thought of. You and your relationship. And I asked her. I go, so, like what's the trick like give me some advice and the first thing she said she goes you have to learn to laugh at yourself Mm -hmm. you absolutely you have to have a sense of humor and you have to laugh at yourself because if you can't do that you're not going to make it you're not going to make it and i feel like that's not even necessarily just relationship advice that's like Like life advice you have to learn to just fucking laugh at yourself That's when I was looking up... um, Like when you stepped in the garlic bucket.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was a day. Um, (laughs) When I was trying to really pin down uh, how many thoughts a day we have, I came across this, I think it was on Huffington Post or something, but just being in touch with, okay, so if we individually have 50 thoughts, a day imagine you and your partner combined having oh a hundred thousand thoughts a day God. so yeah just to have this again these exercises of maybe just sitting in silence together mm-hmm. or whatever That's so having, hard listening for to people, some though. instrumental music and again try the music not try for the hours music. every day just mm-hmm. like a little bit here and there just to dabble in it see what it see
1: what it's like I think the music you should listen to like one song a day with no words just once. song. I'm going to do it today. Yeah? I've been listening to music with no words all day. I have a playlist called Road Trip to Japan or Road Trip to Tokyo. Aww. It's good. It's like a little jazzy, but a little housey, but not really, but definitely no words. I like that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah.
0: Um, you were just asking how, basically how to, so to stay right on topic, self-talk, how to improve it. Um, I brought up earlier this NPR article, and towards the end of it, I was like, oh, damn, this is so good. Um, <laughs> oh, damn, we we'll to take some notes <laughs> on this shit. I love it. I'm writing it down. Uh, two stars are next to it. Um, psychologist Ethan Cross published a paper in 2014 titled Self-Talk as a Regulatory Mechanism, How You Do It Matters. So regulatory mechanism meaning it's um, how can it act or how can it be helpful for emotional regulation. So what he found was he studied the pronouns that people use when they talk to themselves silently. And he found that shifting from I to your own name or you can have a powerful emotional regulation effect. How he did this, just real quickly, was he had volunteers prep a speech in five minutes and he separated them into groups of um, either I pronouns or you or your name and found that the latter group ended up using more positive coaching compared to the I group. So the I group would immediately be like, I can't do this. I've never done this before. What am I going to do? And the um, positive or the the latter group, the you and your name, they were more inclined to do something like... Um, you can handle this. You've done speeches before. You need to just focus and come up with something and see what happens. You got this. So I really, I liked that. And I was kind of like, I wish I read this before. What do
1: you use when you talk to yourself?
0: Well, I think I use more I. Yeah? Um, it may be a mix. I don't know. I couldn't, I, uh, to to be honest, I I couldn't. I'm like wasn't exactly sure because I don't know if I paid attention to exactly to my pronouns. I know I've. Paid I don't think
1: t- I use pronouns when I talk to myself.
0: I'm not sure. Okay. Because I'm, I'm having doubts.
1: All right, we got this. I guess me. Well, maybe it's more a of pronoun. a team. Okay,
0: so I <laughs> think mine's plural. <laughs> it's the
1: collective we. Yeah, yeah but
0: that's still I'm plural. That's still getting some distance. Hmm. I think that's that's still in the category of what. I would just say Emily. Emily you got this. Yeah. You got
1: this. Or you Emily. got this. Yeah. You can do we if you're feeling like a team, you yeah. you yourself. Well, I feel like there's so many aspects of ourselves that when you're ready to do something, you need to get your brain in there, your mind in there, your body in there, your energy in there, your soul in there. All in. It's all in. I'm like, "All right, we got this. All parts of me. All 10 fingers, all 10 toes, all the, the electrons going through my body. We got Ooh, this." Yeah. So, electrifying. That, was a, that was a Tony Emily. Robbins oh. bump, but yeah.
0: Go to tower Power pose. I'm um. <laughs> oh, sorry. She posing. just struck it hard. That was awesome. Power
1: pose, man. Yeah, you're not. You power pose it. like a peacock. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, um, I think we have some mantras. We have a couple things that we want to wrap up and end yes. this talk. Emily yes. has some mantras and Emily has... So you look me using third person. And <laughs> Emily has some questions that we can yes. ask ourselves. Yes. All right. Let 3 Three, two. Let's do it at the same time. Three. <laughs> Pay attention. Two.
0: Honey. One. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. Go <it>, ahead. <laughs>
1: <So. laughs> Emily's uncomfortable. From Emily's feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> Emily is third person. I told you
0: before I love this idea because we're all about self-care and I'm totally into self-care moments. Do it. Encourage it. Love it. Um, I was reading today, though, this idea of mantras or being more cognizant of our self-talk is a form of free self-care. Ooh, We love bargains. Free 99.
1: I fucking love that phrase. For free 99, you could be nice to yourself. Yes! Yeah, and you That's know what? It. It's going to perk up your whole fucking mood. It's I, didn't
0: So, what I did, um, have you ever gone on Bustle? It's like a women's uh, digital Isn't magazine. Is that like a
1: women's bra? You yes. should like, put also that under your dress?
0: Also, that. Women's um, magazine. I like the name of it. Yeah, I, I like, don't even intentionally go there. When I just Google stuff, it comes up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I like you. So, from what we've learned today, There was an article of 15 mantras on bustle to improve self-talk. I just quickly, I chose five that resonated most. But what I'm going to do is actually switch them. These are all in the I pronoun form, but I'm going to switch them from I to you
1: based off of what we've learned. I to you, but why not to third person, to Emily? Because isn't that like...
0: Because you could do either or.
1: Oh, I thought we were working yeah, towards third sense. person. I thought that oh, was the can. ultimate goal.
0: Oh no, I think it's all under the same umbrella of uh, shifting to get distant. Okay, all right, I'm
1: cool. totally. All right, totally. So zero we're changing names. them from I to you.
0: you. Okay. Okay. Confusing. Number one.
1: <laughs> I'm lost. Subject and predicate. Okay. Uh, okay. Go.
0: <laughs> number one.
1: You know who you are, and you are enough. Mm, I always like that one. Hmm. Because you are enough. I think we said in the first season. Like, you're enough. And if you don't think that you're enough, you should call us. Yes. We'll talk to you. Anyway, two.
0: I wish I wrote these down I already, switched because I'm doing it as I'm reading it. Okay, two. Each step is taking you to where you want to be. Yes. Three. With this breath, you release anything that no longer serves you. That feels so nice. Scary.
1: (sighs) I love exhaling.
0: It's so good. Exhale the bullshit, man. Four, you surround yourself with loving people.
1: Mm, The ones you can call when you're
0: feeling a little self doubt. And you want to talk about your internal world a little bit and just walk through it. Yeah. Call Get it into a more neutral place. All right, last one, number five. you are allowed to say no to others and yes to yourself.
1: Yes, yes. I love saying no to people. <laughs> hey, you free? No, <laughs> no, no. I'm busy. No, you want? No, I don't want any. Of that. No
0: is a full sentence, people. use yes. it. it's okay. You're allowed. Yeah. All right, those are my five. Totally cool. All right. Let's. What did you have for your? I have five questions.
1: <laughs> Because if you can't... Points of reflection. Points of reflection. Because if if you you can't sit and remember those lovely quotes or lines that you should be telling yourself, maybe you can just make up your own lines. You could be telling. You should. Okay, I'm sorry. My bad. You could be telling yourself you (laughs) should. Um, Five questions you can ask yourself. Try asking yourself maybe one each day of the week. Monday, what are you (laughs) proud of? Tuesday, what can you give? Wednesday, what can you notice today? Thursday, what can you get out of today you didn't yesterday? Friday, what do you want? Uh. I feel like that's a good Friday one, because you can't end Friday. Like, what do you want? I want a, a healthy body, a large bank account, and something else. Something else positive. And quiet time with myself. You're not gonna go into your weekend Saturday, you're not gonna go out and get fucked up and do crazy shit because you asked yourself on Friday, what do you want?
0: Ooh, it's also yeah, it's setting an intention. And
1: setting an intention for your weekend. What do you Which want? Which we love. I love intentions. So does Oprah or goals. Love her. I mm-hmm. like I like goals better than intentions. But I guess they okay. could be we different, can, but could yeah. be similar. You you do you. You do you, Boo Boo. You do you. What do you want? What do you want? Any idea?
0: Oh, you're asking me right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm asking you. I'm looking oh, at you. I am <laughs> like, this is to the public. Uh, what do you want? I want to continue to practice kinder, gentler. Gentler. Gentler? Self-talk.
1: Nice. I want other people to practice more kind and gentle self-dialect with their inner selves. Way to be giving. Yeah. Because honestly, giving is way more fulfilling than receiving. Gandhi. Gandhi. <laughs> Fucking Gandhi kid over here. Yes, yes,
0: yes. But we hope you we hope you have some actionable takeaways. Yes. From today. And we're rooting for you.
1: Always. 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 Sending all Every those day. roots that way. Hopefully they're good roots and we can help fertilize. Hee hee. Fertilize your roots. Hee hee. <laughs> Fertilized. hee <laughs> hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> alright, alright. Be nice to yourself and be nice to other people. And manifest. Puppies! Yay! Yay! Puppies! All right, you know, like us, subscribe, do all those things. You'll hear our outro that will remind you to do all that. We'd be very grateful. I love you. I love you. Okay. All right. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Soulshine Podcast. You can email us at soulshinepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear ideas for future shows and even get you on here to shoot the shit and tell us your story. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And most importantly, don't forget to let your soul shine.